0: Lightly Unstable Podcast. This is episode fifteen. Thank you so much for joining us. Kate, how you doing?
1: Eh. I'm pretty good. <laughs> better than the last time we
0: talked. Real convincing. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm doing better than the last time we talked. Yeah. You've um, been
0: going on a roll lately with these uh what was the hate list was one episode
1: Well, that's what I was gonna say. <laughs> I've been a, a lot new of negativity
0: list. from that side of the room.
1: <laughs> I have a new hate list, but you promised me I would have my own episode. Where, yet, coming I out.
0: mean yeah. I mean, part, most of that episode was the hate list anyway, so I figured why not?
1: We're going to have to have dedicated. just
0: let it let it become its own thing.
1: Yes, we're going to have to have dedicated. Um I have a You're like the
0: anti Julie Andrews.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and oh. um no, and then like I've already like I know time just changed but I'm still like a little stressy, depressy. Oh yeah. You know, because like the other day, we were, I was driving home with Blair and she was like, Mommy, hurry home. The sun's setting, and I was just like, It is an impending doom
0: because the monsters will come out, <laughs> yes. It's like the village or something. It's just like,
1: it's so sad. And then, um, so then, like, sleeping's all off and all that stuff. So then, I don't know, I guess I'm too tired and depressed to be anxious. <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: um, I, I thrive this time of year. I know you're weird, like, I'm the opposite of. I'm, I have seasonal depression when I'm outside and it's 100 degrees and I have swamp ass. That's my seasonal depression.
1: Well, I mean, I also hate that, too. I just call it, like, <laughs> depression. <laughs> when the time yeah. changes, I say it's seasonal. Yeah.
0: Now, like, and I'm also, like, I'm not a big fan of the lights and, you yeah. know, like, lights being on. And then. <laughs> Which I know sounds ridiculous. But so, like, when the lights go off outside earlier, I'm a fan of that.
1: Like, so. I used to like it. Like, I like it because my Christmas tree is up. And so I get to enjoy right, my Christmas right. tree because normally I'm in, I'm asleep way before the sun goes down in the summer. <laughs> um, and then like last night I was up like half the night cause I had tea and I'm just getting old.
0: So you, wait, you drank tea?
1: Yeah. Sweet tea. I'm not now. Sweet tea kept you awake. Yeah. Like it's a thing. It's been a thing for months, but I just said, screw it last night and I lived my life a little bit. Jeez. But, um, so, yeah, I just, like, started Googling people for, I went to high school with. Because <laughs> <laughs> why not? And, like, one of them's a doctor. And I was like, "Oh, cool! I should be silly and just, that like, apply me- to med school. <laughs>
0: <laughs> was the legally bond line? It was like, what? Like, it's hard?
1: Like, it's hard. Like, I should just sign up. You know? Yeah.
0: That's funny because I actually ran into somebody one time uh, that I went to high school with Uh, when I was working in IT. I had to go do something out of urgent care that was like sort of associated with our uh, organization. Mm -hmm. And while I was doing it, I heard someone go, Taylor? And I turned around and it was somebody I went to high school with. She was there doing residency. Oh my God. And was about to graduate. Yeah. Yeah, I know.
1: And then um, at like 1 a.m., I realized I haven't heard somebody add cha 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 to the happy birthday song in (laughs) years. And I don't know why, but like I was like, "Oh my god!" Is this a
0: bit? Are you doing a bit right now?
1: No, like I swear. Like, to god. did you
0: write this ahead of time? You're like, and then I'm gonna say, "No, I that. swear
1: to God." <laughs> it woke up on... and had to be and I was just like, oh, "Whatever." And then I went, and then I was just laying there, and I was like, I just immediately grabbed Instagram because I was I was wide awake, and then I don't know what happened about it, but then all of a sudden it just heard like cha cha cha. It was the demons <laughs> in my head. <laughs>
0: um wait was it for the happy birthday song or was it followed by real smooth no it was Cha-cha definitely
1: that birthday song okay. like i haven't heard that in years
0: yeah that's it like
1: donald trump took office <laughs> <laughs> <I'm just kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> anyways how are you
0: <laughs> oh uh i'm good uh i don't know how to follow that uh, no, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, it was real stressful there for a while, kind of around the time we last recorded. Yeah, but things have been much better the past week or two, so that's a welcome change. Yeah. Um, and we're getting close to the holidays, so I'm getting excited about that and having some break. Um, to have some time away because oof. So it'll 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 get worse before it gets better because the end of the semester is coming, but then it'll be a lot better. So
1: yeah, that last like so, hail mary.
0: Yeah. Other than that, everything's been pretty good.
1: Yeah, Yeah. maybe Mercury's out of retrograde.
0: Yeah, whatever that means.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Cool. Well, Kate, we have a special guest with us here today. Would you like to introduce him?
1: Yes. He's my best friend's husband, Um, and he acts just like me. He's my brother from another mother. Um, No shade to you. Uh, (laughs) This is our friend James. Hey, James. What's
2: up? Thanks for having me. I'm so so excited to be here. We're glad to uh, have you. I, Kate reached out a while ago and asked me to be a part of it, and I'm glad the schedule lined up to to jump on. So
1: yes, because you and Megan travel all the time, I know, and we just sit here and do nothing, and so we're really revolving around you.
2: Our schedules are <laughs> just a little crazy for sure. <laughs> yeah, we're we're the exact opposite of Kate. We uh, we stay awake till three or four in the morning, and then wake up at around you know nine ten. So. Yeah,
1: so like I really only talk to you guys between like one p.m. and like five. That's right. Yes. <laughs> the daylight time. Yeah.
2: <laughs> we're we're night owls, so and yeah. Then we keep are... the the roads pretty hot, so. But yeah, I'm excited to jump on with you guys and talk about some stuff. <laughs> yeah, we're glad yes. to have you.
1: Um. So I like I've known you for however long now. How long has it been? been, been, been Ten years. Dang. Yeah. Yeah, wow. that's true. Because we were. 2012. Seniors. Yeah. Yeah, I would like to state for the record that I was like. The first or one of the first people that was like telling Megan to just go for it. Um,
2: I know. I remember those people, the people that accepted me in the beginning.
1: It was me. <laughs> I know. I remember sitting in math class. It was AP stat and I was like, go for it.
2: Yeah. Megan told me that.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, who cares? Just go for it. Yeah. So, yeah.
2: It ended up working out. I mean. <laughs>
1: Thank God. At the moment,
2: it might have seemed really creepy, but you know, <laughs> 10 years later, it's all cool. 10 so.
1: years later, we're good. Yeah. For um, sure so you're welcome for being here
2: yeah thank you
1: Uh, (laughs) (laughs) um but so i know but share taylor probably doesn't know that you you and i have had lengthy talks about anxiety and everything Mm -hmm. Mm. um so where do you feel like so where is your anxiety right now like how present is it in your life
2: well at this moment it starts to kick up because the holidays are approaching and Mm -hmm. um you know we're in my personal life, you know birthdays start in October, which is my birthday, and then we've got birthdays between now until like may every uh, every month there's a birthday with our immediate family that we're celebrating um, yeah, and then also the holidays are just so stressful um so much anxiety uh related to that um but uh but yeah i mean i've I've gotten better at it because, like you guys, I have an older sibling um with a background in psychology. Oh yeah. Uh, so I also have a background in psychology. I have my master's in behavior analysis. But um, oh, yeah, I cool. I forgot about
1: that. Yeah. I forgot to tell you to I got a master's
2: that. in psychology. Thanks, P- psych- Kate. I got a master's. Feel in real psych- prepared now. <laughs> I, I do have a master's in psychology uh, with a focus in behavior analysis. But um, my sister has a master's in psychology, um, but she's clinical psychology. So right. But she okay. also practices behavior analysis. So that's what she does for her career. Um, but, um, her and I, we're just you know, like you guys, we talk all the time. Yeah, we're literally, you know, if we're going through something stressful, that's the person I call. Uh-huh. Um, if I'm feeling anxious, I call her, and we kind of, you know, bounce things off of each other to kind of help through it. But, um, yeah, I mean, this time of year is always stressful just because of, you know, things related to childhood stuff. and um, you know, I, something that her and I have figured out is that all the anxiety that we feel today is. Mm-hmm really based off of childhood emotional trauma um that we experienced um that that now has linked into anxiety um Mm -hmm. managing it pretty well you know at this point there's been moments you know in the past where i've had you know full-on meltdowns and you know lost it um but yeah now you know with these conversations and you know talking about it as we do as we get older and more mature uh definitely helps so
1: yeah um and so, have you ever actually been diagnosed with an anxiety? Mm-hmm. Disorder? I've never, okay. I've never
2: been to a therapist or anything. So. Okay, my sister's my therapist currently. Yeah, sorry, Erica.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so we'll get into. Okay, so where do you feel like, if you look back in life, when did you first start having your anxiety?
2: Um, I mean, it really stemmed from just, you know, consistent, you know, something that I actually called my sister on the way over here because I was <laughs> like, you know, I just want to bounce some things off of you just because, you know, I want to make sure that I'm correct and, you know, thinking this way and, um, you know, feeling this, these feelings. But, um, you know, I feel like a lot of our trauma and experiences are based off of some sort of like, positive or negative, you know, reinforcement or punishment in some kind of way, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and when those things are consistent, typically, you know, you learn from them and you experience, you know, behaviors based off of that in the future. Yeah. Um, You know, and speaking of, you know, just for Christmas, you know, Christmas is right around the corner. Um, Christmas is very, very tough time, you know, anxiety wise for me, just because, you know, in the past, there was always some kind of emotional... Um, dramatic event um, in a lot of times negative ways associated with Christmas, whether it be mm. with gifts or how someone might react to a gift or, um, you know, it's funny on Christmas Eve, we always had these events. Uh, our family would get together and it would be like a, a uh, like X Factor type of sh- like show on Christmas Eve with our whole family. And wow. you'd have to get up, perform, sing, dance, <laughs> do all of these things and you're in front of the whole family which we were like a family of 40 with all the cousins oh, and everything Jesus. and so it was like a big deal so there was anxieties of, you know associated Ooh. with that and getting ready to perform on Christmas Eve um but yeah and then also just you know all the things that then led into Christmas with um reactions to uh the day and uh, gifts and things of that nature so um and yeah I would say that you know, the pressures associated with you know, gift giving and um, reactions to that uh, have now led to me feeling very anxious while Christmas shopping to the point to where oh. now I couldn't care less about it. Like I, yeah. I would rather us not even act like the holiday exists.
1: Oh man. Oh, yeah.
2: wow. Yeah, so it's and I I feel bad for Megan because I I'm now trying to come back around and be better about it because I do love Christmas like I love what, you know, I love all the lights, I love the festive stuff, you know. Yeah. As you are, I'm a huge Disney fan and I mm-hmm. feel like, you know, the the positiveness of all of that, you know, as with Christmas is something that um, you know, is really cool, but um, but yeah, just the stress related to Gift giving and those things have kind of like boiled in me to where now I've just like whatever.
1: So was it like reactions that you saw from gifts that you had given, or was Mm -hmm. it like between other people? Yeah,
2: between other people. Yeah, there were there were some pretty dramatic negative reactions to gift giving. (laughs) Oh well, to where you know it was consistent pretty much our whole childhood where a gift was given and it was either thrown in the person's face or it was uh, dramatic, you know, crying or running out of the room oh, or, no. you know, just associated with that and then, you know, feeling those pressures in the future to, you know, be good. You yeah, know, make sure that. it
1: doesn't happen again. Yeah, right. yeah. worried though, and also
2: just worried, you know, even if it didn't happen, just, yeah, you know, worried, you know, about the response. And,
1: so. and t- feeling like you're in control of somebody mm-hmm. else's feelings, even yeah, though they're sure. not your responsibility. Right. Right. Yeah, living up not. to
2: these pressures, you know, that are unnecessary. Also, you know, and that it's, you know, with birthdays, with, you know, Thanksgivings, with, you know, all of these things, you know, living up to expectations that, you know, we can't always meet because you don't know what people are expecting, but you can try your best.
1: Yeah. And I'm sure developmentally inappropriate and all the above. Mm -hmm. Um,
2: But yeah, I mean, and, you know, to speak on that too, it's like, to have some grace and understanding that those people, I don't know why they reacted those ways and yeah. why it was a response. Um, you know, obviously there's some emotional trauma or something yeah. that they haven't addressed. So. Um, but yeah, that that's one of the biggest things um, for me is just this time of year is holidays are always very stressful. How old, do
1: you, how old like looking back, were you when this started, like when Christmas started to like have its like black cloud over it or like this Mm, season
2: more so when i became like like in high school you know when i started to drive basically when the responsibility to go drive and do the shopping and get those gifts Mm, myself and have that responsibility to to present you know um so yeah that's when it really hit a little harder so yeah yeah, it's uh it's a lot and it sucks especially I, i mean megan's been so graceful and and lovely to uh to put up with me. Uh
1: which is like I would never guess this with y'all because you both get you get each other like bomb gifts. Yeah. Like Hunter sucks at gifts. Yeah. <laughs> like he knows that I tell everyone. But um like you like I would never mm-hmm. think that especially I mean is it easier do you find it easier giving it to Megan mm-hmm. oh, yeah, or for sure. do you still have that anxiety?
2: No. Yeah. I mean, I would say Megan is, you know, something that drew me to Megan so much. And this may sound weird is that she has that even kill about mm-hmm. her that my dad had that my dad's now passed away. Yeah. Um, he died the year that Megan and I, you know, got together. Mm-hmm. Um, but she has a very similar personality to him and just kind of, you know, pretty chill and doesn't get too high or too low. And, you know yeah. everything's good so she handles things perfectly but um but yeah she's i don't worry about any of that with her so that's sweet yeah i know she's very good with that
1: yeah In i don't know why me. she's my friend and helping
2: but. me <laughs> she she you know she even was talking to me today about christmas and was just like you love Christmas you really do you love it and I was like <laughs>
1: yeah,
2: I mean yeah I do and I you're crying like,
1: cracked, like I, love it. There's, <laughs> I love it but yeah
2: I mean I'm, I'm trying to come around to I mean because truly I mean I was one of those people I mean I decorated the house myself and like Aww. the outside house and do all the things but at some point it just became so exhausting to where it was just like
0: me mm. you
2: know, yeah for sure yeah. just push it away
0: yeah, I know what you mean about like the the idea of Christmas kind of losing its magic. Mm-hmm. Like when I kind of exited the church, that was very much how I felt about it, and it's been a struggle like mm-hmm. since then. Yeah, to kind of redefine what this time of year means to me, and and what things, what different things I'm going to look forward to that I used to, that you know where I, as I used to have a different focus during the holiday season, and mm-hmm. it's really just come down more to just you know family and and enjoying that aspect of it even if even if the religious connotation may not be as strong anymore like yeah. having to kind of shift my focus has been a struggle
1: i'm actually going through that right now like going around like hobby lobby like all the like nativity sets and the like
0: the white jesus
1: overly christian <laughs> yeah that one um and like the overly like the ribbon where it's just like son of god emmanuel holy night right like all this stuff and it just like just like man trying
0: to find Mm -hmm. holiday stuff that isn't like super religious yeah Yeah. and then i
1: didn't realize like this year is the first year where i've just been like completely turned off by that stuff Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. those hymns and like all that jazz just because of yeah the church drama Mm -hmm.
2: yeah yeah that makes sense Yeah. yeah i mean and you know something else you know one of the the Big anxieties for me is money, and you know, mm-hmm. with holidays is also money. Sure, you know, Definitely. as you're spending money on, on gifts and things. So, um, yeah, and, and that's that's something also that kind of stemmed from, you know, uh, emotional trauma as a child. Um, you know, um, not to get in too deep about it, but uh, my dad was a dentist, mm-hmm. um, very successful, uh, small town. Um, uh, but there was a moment in my childhood that uh, they they did run into to money trouble. Um, okay. And so there was, uh, constant arguments and, mm. you know, uh, things being said in front of each other, you know, and it was both of their faults and, uh, you know, these arguments and discussions that were happening, but they were happening in front of me and my sister, mm. right. All the time. So this was something, this was a cloud that kind of hung over our family for, I mean, it was 10, 15 years truly from, oh, wow. from when I was a little kid. So, mm. um, so the, these were conversations that were always being had. And so, You know, I always saw money as this scary thing. And so even now, like I could have the most money in the bank I've ever had in my life and I'll still be stressed. So, you know, I get paid, you know, I just closed on a house on Monday. I work as a realtor currently Mm -hmm. um, for those who don't know. But um, but even after getting that check, I got more anxiety about money. You know thinking about it you know it's like right. yeah. these things just stress me out and and really it's unnecessary and you know megan always has to bring me back down to earth she's like why aren't you stressed about this we're like doing so we're doing good like what what's your problem and i'm like <laughs> Cause you are. i don't know <laughs> like it's just you know the i can harp on it pretty heavily and uh, yeah. just create this stress and build up in my chest uh you know about it that um you know thankfully megan is really cool and will talk me through it and bring me back down to earth but she can tell like because i'll start getting (laughs) a little snappy and unnecessarily (laughs) and um you know just having an attitude over over nothing and she'll be like what's up with you and i'll be like okay i'm stressing about money for no reason just sitting here harping on something that doesn't matter
0: yeah
1: hunter pointed out that i don't handle like the ebb and flow of a bank account well Mm -hmm. like you get paid and then yay yeah and then it's like where did it go
2: can we get those checks like every day
1: (laughs) (laughs) um yeah so that was something we luckily realized early on in marriage was like i don't especially now that like i work inconsistently ish um Mm -hmm. he he was just like you have to understand that Mm -hmm. like you're gonna have a lot money and then towards like 2 weeks you're going to have less money and then you're going to get more money and I was just like, "I don't like that." I'd rather yeah, have just like yeah. a consistent and then go about that. So I can see that um that's it sucks that it, that was like all in front of you. Mm-hmm.
2: Um Yeah, I mean, you know, it part of life is just, you know, growing up and You know, learning these lessons from your loved ones and the experiences that you've had and hopefully to do better for yourself or, you know, your kids or your friends or family and and stuff like that. And I think that, you know, us having these conversations that we're currently having and what you guys are doing each week with the podcast Mm -hmm. um, and the conversations with my sister and stuff is, you know, hopefully building a better opportunity for whoever's listening or, you know, your future self for Blair, you know, so, um, you know, the because truly most of the times these emotional events that tend to lead to future anxieties are things that those people haven't really understood or are you know maybe haven't been educated on um yeah. and so you know really it's um you have to you know unfortunately you can be get very frustrated and 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 want to be resentful but you know ultimately try to have a little bit of grace and understand that you know maybe they just don't understand you know yeah. that what they're doing is is hurting you and potentially oh, yeah. leading to consistent yeah.
0: issues. How would that affect you as a kid? Like would the anxiety over money, did that play out when you were young too? Or was that a later thing as um, you became an adult? Yeah, just as later as an adult. Yeah, Once you started sure. getting
1: money. Yeah, 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 for
0: sure. Like the responsibility and
2: understanding it. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's always been kind of like a, a guilt cloud, you mm-hmm. know, about things. And so, right. you know, feeling guilty about spending money, um, you know, because... Mm-hmm. I mean, you have it now, but you're going to spend it, like, where's your next check going to come from, you know, so, um, those things, uh, you know, that were talked about as a child and now things that I harp on as an adult, um, so yeah, I mean, as a child, these things like the, the Christmas stuff and the holiday stuff, like birthdays, those things were stressful and I did feel a little bit of anxiety then, but Mm -hmm. it was only until I became an adult that it became something that was a big anxiety for me, um, consistently each year and yeah. you know throughout the years So the reason
0: i ask i know people who have gone through a similar situation where money was argued about in front of them very often and as a child they developed this complex about not asking for things mm-hmm. like every time they got a re- like a field trip permission form sent home they would just throw it away mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. they didn't want to even ask mm-hmm. because of the blow up that might happen mm-hmm. over money um yeah so that's I mean but I will say you know as
2: I'm sorry to talk over you oh you're Um, good uh I will say that as a child you know my sister and I we got everything we ever wanted like we were abundantly blessed you know in that way um we were very spoiled um so those weren't things that we ever had to worry about but Mm -hmm. you know the 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 conversations that were had in front of us and the very dramatic emotional conversations Mm -hmm. um were things that you know consistently happened for 10 to 15 years that then you know led to me really really harping on that as an adult so uh thankfully for my sister she's kind of taking the other route where she doesn't think about it at all and uh. i'm <laughs> and,
1: <laughs> lucky her and i'm the person that thinks
2: about it way too much so yeah yeah so
1: um i could say that as a parent and going to therapy now for a year and then whatever i did before then it's hard to like you see patterns and then you see stuff that you want to break for the future mm-hmm. Um, and like for the next generation of you and then it's always of like because obviously like you said like these people that we pick stuff up from like they didn't know what they were doing in the time that it was mm-hmm. shaping us like implicitly or explicitly and then it's also at the same time it's like I, th- I think some damage can be or some kind of damage can end up being done if you do everything behind closed doors right because then you don't know how to like right or like mm-hmm. react to that and right. then something happens as an adult and you're just like what the hell is that mm-hmm. um, yeah
0: no
2: i agree that was actually something my sister and i talked about on the way over here oh yeah yeah we specifically talked about that that you know it, it isn't it it's it's okay to have conversations in front of your kids it's mm-hmm. more right. important to explain those conversations, Yes, to, you know, potentially sit down and, and explain why that might have been an argument or a blow up or why it's stressful for you, um, you know, so that maybe they can have a better understanding those things weren't, weren't done for us. And so, mm-hmm. you know, really, we just left those moments with questions yeah. that were never open answered. Yeah, open for interpretation. And yeah. And so, you know, you could take it however and really you're just sitting there harping on it for for no reason so yeah yeah the openness i think is good but you
0: know with (laughs) with context sure yes you know (laughs) an effort an effort to model healthy communication in any way probably oh yeah. yeah is the route to go yeah
2: and i mean that's something my sister and i talked about too um on the way over here is that you know i guess i don't know if i've already said this or not in the podcast but um the, you know, I I feel like we're all shaped in some way by some sort of positive or negative reinforcement or punishment, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, at Christmas, if a gift's given and someone acts poorly, um, you know, that can be some sort of punishment in a way. And so those consistent punishments then lead to future traumas. You know, there's Mm -hmm. so much research that shows that, you know, child, um, emotional trauma leads to future anxieties so sure. Oh, oh heck yeah Yeah. so you know um but yeah i mean there's so many i could just name them all
1: you don't want to air them out right now i'm just <laughs> kidding
2: <laughs> you guys are going to be my therapist
1: now <laughs> we, we got That's time fine. yeah, <laughs> yeah share with the class um yeah no i would i just had that conversation with betty the other day um fun fact for everybody listening as i was waiting to go into therapy taylor was coming out
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's so yeah awesome. and, that was hysterical
1: and betty was like i knew it was happening but i couldn't violate hipaa and then i didn't <laughs> want to blah 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 so i just kind of let it happen yeah like, how did you react care. well no. she
0: was looking at her phone in the in the waiting room and yeah. i walked in and i was just like well look who it is and she just <laughs> like jumped She like eyes shut up she's like well hey oh my it was really funny
1: <laughs> which like yeah she was just like was it okay I was like yeah, I don't care like
0: yeah the yeah. real victim here is Betty
1: <laughs> yes <laughs> for having to deal with this I literally one
0: said, after the other yeah back I, her back. Like,
1: I honestly I'm just sorry for you because here we go
0: yeah it was probably pretty awkward for her after all the shit I talked about you before
1: so. <laughs> yeah well it's okay I made it for it the next time. Oh, okay good so, so do good. you
2: guys kind of have any of those um, like emotional traumas that you feel like have led to your current anxieties Endlessly. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I know that Kate. You've. I mean, I've. You know, I listen to the podcast, obviously, but. Yeah. Um, I know that you guys have mentioned before, like death stuff like that. Yeah, it's like yeah uh, something that's really heavy for you and you yeah. Know, if my dad
1: calls me in the middle of the day, I'm like, who died? Someone died. A hundred
0: percent. Me too. <laughs> God, I, I, <laughs> me too. Yeah. When you were talking about that earlier, a memory popped in my brain. This was. I was probably 25. <laughs> My phone had like completely given out. Like, I had had it for like four or five years. It was broken, barely worked at all. And uh, my mom and dad were going to surprise me with a new phone for Christmas. Well, they went to Sam's and told the guy specifically, don't activate it. And then he did anyway. And so I don't know it, but my phone no longer works. And so they were like, well, crap, now we have to give it to him. Yeah. So at the time, I was at uh, my ex's uh, mom's house. And then all of a sudden, my parents walk in and i'm like who died i literally was like in shock and they were like it's okay merry christmas and i was like like kind of shaped like kind of shooken that. up and they're yes. like you're all right and i was like i thought you were coming over here to tell me someone died instead of telling me on the phone yes like a hundred i was it well like yeah i've already
1: gone on to mom before because she'll be like do you remember so-and-so? Like, so-and-so's <laughs> mom. You were in Girl Scouts. With, she died. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like, Jesus. It
0: always like, is when she's dead. Like, <laughs>
1: yes. I'm just always, like, cringing. Like, the farther it goes, I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah.
0: I know. Yeah, um, I mean, those
2: are definitely, that's a big stress for me, for sure. The so anxiety I feel if, if if I receive a, a random phone call or a random visit, oh, yeah. I immediately think someone's died. And I think it is, Freaking is Sucks. Is it, it's definitely, you know, whenever you guys were talking about it on the podcast, before um, mm-hmm. you know as a child I mean it was throughout my entire elementary to half of like middle school that someone in our family died oh yeah, Literally, oh, yeah. it was every year and All so bedtime. yeah I my mom was a pretty big stickler on you don't you go to school every single day even if you're pretty sick you go to school oh, lord. so um, <laughs> so if we ever got checked out of school it's because someone died so right. if I was yeah. getting checked out of school or if there was a random phone call to the office I knew someone died and so um, so yeah so now to this day if someone shows up unannounced or if I get a random phone call during the middle of the day or when I think someone's supposed to be doing something else I'll be like oh no yeah I I feel it in my chest I'm like Mm -hmm. oh gosh
1: like literally I did that the other day with dad and he was like I called him. He's like, "Well, you need to Facetime me," and I was like, "God dang it! Who died?" Like, it's like you just called me, but now you gotta see my face. It
0: was probably something like, "Does this look like it's gone bad?" Or you know, like yeah. something totally benign. Well,
1: I specifically, also remember like I was out with um my best friend downtown, like just shopping or something, and then like Dad had called me and. He asked what I was doing. He told him. He was just like, oh, okay. Well, I was just going to talk. Just call me when you get home. And I was like, okay, whatever. So I don't think about it. And then I get home and he tells me Papa has prostate cancer. Oh, And yeah. then so like now every time, anytime somebody's like, oh, I'll just talk to you. I'm like, tell me
0: now. I know. Well, <laughs> oh, that's already something you don't do to someone with anxiety anyway. Well, that's when the When you said joke. that, that gave
2: me, I, I was thinking, <laughs> oh man, I would have been thinking about that nonstop until <laughs> yeah. I called him. Well, them.
1: he was so nonchalant. Like mm-hmm. he was just like, oh, okay, I was just calling to talk to i was just calling to say hey and i was just like oh, okay and he was just like all right have fun with the girls and i'm like all right and then freaking
0: that is the complete opposite of how that conversation went when he called me <laughs> <The> complete <laughs> yeah. opposite
1: how did it go i
0: was i was in my office at the church at the time and he called me and it, we were both crying
1: yeah well dad <laughs> <laughs> you just can't Sorry, go dad. an episode without pissing me off no. <laughs> Oh well God. no he was just he didn't want me to be around the girls yeah be sure out no he was
0: saving your yeah but um saving, but.
1: but like that's freaking stupid is there a right way to say someone died no Mm-mm. um I don't know what the
2: yeah result well, of that yeah is. sure like, yeah I yeah I mean it just goes down to I mean it's just a part of life unfortunately Absolutely. you know because it's yeah, it's a it's one of the most dramatic you know things that Worst can happen, thing that can happen. Yeah. yeah so you know whatever that and for you know you guys it sounds like and especially for me like we my mom is one of eight kids so we mm. have a ton of cousins we have oh, right. you know a ton of people in our family so you know they the likelihood of people dying is probably higher than most people sure you know right because you have way more people to, to depend on sure um but um yeah i mean i don't really know if there's a right way to go about it but you know it's uh it just is what it is <laughs> Just, I mean, I'm, I'm thankful that we recognize it.
1: I would honestly rather, like, would I'm like, would I rather get a text? But then, like, no. Yeah. But then also, like, you're going to ruin me forever.
0: Yeah. Mine is, my determining factor there is where am I? Mm. If I'm at home, like, you know, I guess I could accept any form of communication. <laughs> but, like, if I'm, like, if I'm at work or something, like that would be like a huge like anxiety thing for me like losing it in front of the kids or anything like that like i would never want to do that so yeah
1: Mm, yeah god that freaking sucks yeah Um, because you're
0: trapped you can't go anywhere until someone covers you yeah yeah you know
1: um did you james did you have somebody very close to you pass away suddenly that Um, like really started that
2: yeah i mean so in second grade it was my grandmother um it was it was my dad's mom who i was very close with literally spent every day after school at her house and spent a lot of the weekends over there and Mm -hmm. she was just the sweetest angel ever um and uh so yeah she she ended up randomly getting sick um and uh got pneumonia and just didn't make it i mean she was in her 80s i mean my dad was an older person so his his mom was you know older um uh, when I was in second grade, and then, um, you know, the next year my aunt dies in a car accident. Ugh. The next year um, my uncle dies of lung cancer. Jesus. The next year we had another aunt die in a car accident. Oh my god! Wow. Yeah. So it was these consistent things. I mean, you know, yeah. and then in high school my other grandmother passed, and then my other uncle died of lung cancer. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it was it was a lot, but yeah. I mean, I guess the back-to-backs is what started it you know yeah the fact that it happened in second and third grade back-to-back is something that really stuck with me and then mm. it continuing it was like oh my gosh
1: and the it's the it's the people close to you mm-hmm. you know because right. that's how like our mine and taylor's grandparents died when we were young and those were both like i mean pop or buck was obviously unexpected but right
0: But then, if you think about like just having to confront death, period, like like not long after is when Granny got diagnosed with breast cancer, yeah, and then a couple years later ended up passing away. So it was kind of all one right... It felt like it was one after the other because of that, right? Yeah. But I'm interested to know, like, because for me, having been to so many funerals for family members by the time I was like 13, Mm -hmm. kind of like desensitized me Mm -hmm. to that yeah like to the process of a funeral and like for for like so like whenever i would a friend be like oh my grandmother died and we to be gone for the next few Mm. days i would be like oh yeah mom's dead too you know it just (laughs) kind of felt like it kind of felt like oh yeah man been there you know it's like it's like i didn't understand that like typically that happens later in your life like you know your kids might even get to meet your grandparents yeah like that that was over pretty quick for us so it was you know but that's um,
1: hilarious because I literally said something like that today. <laughs> I was like, I said something. I was like, Yeah, my grandma has those shoes. I was like, Just kidding. I don't really have a grandma.
2: <laughs> I'll say that that's definitely something that Kate, Kate, and I bond on is our uh, our dark humor. Oh yeah. Um, my dad passed away in 2012, and you know, yeah, it was incredibly sad. Um, he was older, but I always make some pretty dark jokes about you know. <laughs> Well, I wish I had a dad. <laughs>
1: <laughs> wish I had a dad to bitch about. Yeah, yeah. I
2: know. But, uh, yeah. It makes people very uncomfortable. Megan hates it, but...
1: Uh, ah, I Megan's know. fine. I know. Sorry, babe. I know. Um, okay, so if it this time of year and money, mm-hmm. um, random deaths and calls, where else?
2: Um, a big one is FOMO, so yeah. So,
1: that's so interesting. I have anxiety about it for the older mm-hmm. generation that is feeling of missing out.
2: Mm-hmm. Fear of missing out. Yeah, fear of missing out. Fear yeah. of missing out. Yeah. So, so for instance, like if we go to Disney, mm-hmm. I'm at Disney from the time they open till the time that they close because I'm getting anxiety about not doing all the things that I should do mm-hmm. and like, okay, we're staying, we're doing everything because we paid for it. I don't want to miss out on anything. I want to see all the parades i want to do it all if we go on a trip like on these trips that we go on yeah um we could have you know 15 things on the itinerary if we Mm. get to 13 of the 15 i'll be anxious that we didn't do the two dang
1: Mm. that's an interesting one um because i love missing out Really? (laughs) yes um
2: yeah well i think generally anything and honestly it it truly stems from like this guilt that you know we were kind of given growing up and like oh you didn't do this this shoulda coulda woulda you shoulda you shoulda oh. done this i would have done this you know oh, even yeah. even in positive instances mm-hmm. it's it's like you know um i did this today you know it was so cool oh really i, I would have done this you know mm. oh wow having those conversations consistently Gosh. and um so now there's always like always questioning everything. Did I, did I try hard enough? Did I do enough? Did we see enough? Did we get the most of our, our experience? You yeah. Know, so right? you're leaving
1: yeah. like no room for error. Mm-hmm. I yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I, I, know that I've read articles that, you know, it's for some people when it comes to anxiety, you can either shut down or you can have this like fight or flight response. And mm-hmm. so for me, it's like doing the most, you know, in that situation, when yeah. it comes to Christmas, I'm pushing <laughs> it up. away. Yeah. 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 So,
1: um, um, do you, or I guess you, so you're dealing with that. But so, what about like if friends go out and.
2: Yeah. I, I, I don't, don't get invited. Like, I, mm-hmm, so it's not that kind of FOMO. Mm-hmm, no. Okay. Yeah. So it's, it's sure only you, my like personal decisions. Like, if I'm making a decision, I, I fear that, you know, and it can take me a while to even make a decision as you know oh yeah yeah so i can you know (laughs) potentially wait till the last second to buy a camper because i sit there and over analyze and make sure am i going to be missing out on a better one am i going to be missing out on Mm. something that fits our needs better or should i just get this one
1: yeah so that comes in like that's i've gotten to therapy enough that's from um self-confidence and making decision-making. Taylor, Mm. what were you about to say? i
0: just totally identify with that. (laughs) That part of it, totally identify with. (laughs) Because I'm, and I, it's funny, because I I poke fun at my, my, our parents, because, like, they, they bought a fifth wheel camper a while back and all that, Mm -hmm. and the amount of time they spent on camper websites and Mm -hmm. going to camper stores and or dealers or whatever, and Mm -hmm. all of this time, like, it just, it, I poke fun at them and all this other stuff. Like, they're going to sit here and they're going to, sit here and talk about it until they're you know they're completely they're dead yeah. i mean like they're gonna <laughs> yeah. they're never going to make a decision. they're yeah. going to keep talking about it and then and especially because i was living with them at the time like You're i right. heard it all the time and so uh i would poke fun of them for it but then i realized that like i do that like yeah. if i've decided i'm gonna buy even if it's something it doesn't even have to be that big of a purchase like it's like 50 dollars or more i'm like i'm on amazon i've looked up reviews i'm looking at every spec like <laughs> Every little thing, like I, b- I, recently bought like a small form factor computer to run like a Plex server off of for the house, mm-hmm. and I probably looked at a hundred different computers that were that size. A hundred percent, me. Oh, yeah. I read a million reviews, yes. and then right. Megan will be like
2: you still haven't bought that yet. And I'll be like, Oh yeah, no, I need a full month to read all the reviews to make sure that, you know, a negative one doesn't come in to make sure I'm getting the right one.
1: I'm so glad Hunter's not here. Cause he always gets on me about that. No, that's be like You need a new phone, but I gotta tell you like six months in advance. So you'll finally decide on one that you're going to pick in the first place. Yeah. Just like, Which that's, it.
0: that's annoying anyway, because there's a new one every year.
1: Yeah, and so it's just yeah. like
0: do I do it now? Do yeah. I want to do them? <laughs> Should it's... we sue
1: them? <laughs> Are we missing For out? Trauma,
2: yeah. That's uh that's something I envy about Hunter is uh, is his ability just to just to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah I mean like, you do that too. I feel like you're someone that doesn't harp on it too much. You you yeah.
1: will yeah. yeah you don't
2: harp on it as much as I feel like I do, at least.
1: Yeah, I I yeah, it's weird because it it's a good and a bad thing. If I, like, go shopping and I'm, like, I want the I want some kind of shoes, I can skin the whole thing and shop very quick, and then once I know I like something, like, that's it, I'm done. Mm-hmm. Like, that's how I got my wedding dress. Like, I tried on six dresses, and then I was just like, okay, I like this one, and then just went for it. Um, it's probably the bullshit stuff that i'm like i don't know if i want this hair dryer <laughs> yeah and just yeah. like go back and forth and back and forth and like i don't want to make the wrong decision i think just being with hunter has like rubbed off on me and also like realizing like you're an adult kate like if you don't like it we'll get another one Like yeah. it's okay oh yeah I'm Just like wait what
2: yeah. and i'm on the other side of the coin where i ordered a hundred suits i literally oh ordered <laughs> like a ridiculous amount of suits for the wedding and tried them
0: all on until i found one literally three weeks before the wedding wow
1: oh my god i forgot about that Mm
0: -hmm. yeah it's funny that i said that now but i was thinking back to my last car purchase Mm -hmm. and like i bought a car the day i started looking for one so yeah like and i just kind of was like this works yeah but i'm also not a car guy yeah me too yeah
1: i think it just kind of depends on like where your focus is right um but that's hilarious. I forgot about um, suit gate.
0: Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, for
1: sure. <laughs> you yeah, so it's, many.
2: It's <laughs> that anxiety just related to, you know, the FOMO stuff. And, like, is this the best one or am I going to get, you know, is there a better one that I'm going to regret that I didn't? Dang. You know, it's the it, it truly comes down to, you know, these childhood conversations with the shoulda, coulda, wouldas. You know, you could have done better. You should have done this. You know, yeah. why didn't you do that? You okay, know, so, so,
1: like, no wonder there's self-doubt.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's something that my sister and I really struggle with all the time. Yeah. You know, just the self-doubt and um, not being more confident in pursuing things, um, you know, full force. So, um, we're just like, man, if we would have had the confidence instilled in us, maybe we'd be, like, rich and famous right now. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah.
1: Thanks, Mom and Dad. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I don't know how many conversations I've had about that in in, in therapy, with betty about um it relating to self-doubt and where did that come from Mm -hmm. and like probably like a chunk of it was from childhood Mm -hmm. and like the implicit responses you get like slowly add up over time Mm -hmm. um and i think it's the more you kind of i have gotten better with that because even like here a month ago with teaching i had to start like i had to grade like a big practical Mm -hmm. and I was like downing it and I I was so stressed out about it didn't understand like why I was freaking out but I was just like I cannot grade these kids and then I finally like once I got one away I was just like no like screw that yeah I'm doing good oh yeah but that's like a year of therapy so yeah
0: I know (laughs) yeah most most of teaching is like pretending like you know what you're doing
1: right yeah yeah.
0: there's a lot of like imposter syndrome in teaching for sure Yeah. yeah just having
2: that confidence about you yeah yeah um, I mean, it, it's, it's crazy how, how far confidence will get you just in life in general, you know, not having these ex- anxieties about,
0: you know, certain things. If you just approach it with confidence, right. you can do Like anything. what we were just talking about right. with Hunter, Yeah. same exact situation, you know, Hunter's bought and sold and traded so much over well, time that like, he just, he didn't think twice about, about <laughs> it. it. It's so <laughs> funny. Like, uh,
2: you know, we live in the camper now and, uh, whenever we moved in, uh, hunter has been for the past year like the guy i'll call on for advice and help (laughs) about anything and um and i've we have a group text and i i I text him like gosh hunter you're the best i don't how do you know this stuff and kate responds like he doesn't he just he (laughs) he just just pretends yeah (laughs) just approaches it with confidence yeah he literally
1: does like he got some jobs the other day and i was like do you do that and he was like no and i was like (laughs) 100 we're like what are you gonna do it was like freaking resurfacing a parking lot or something <laughs> or something like it's even more like off the wall and yeah. i was just like what are you gonna do he was like i'll figure it out and i was like who does that yeah. Like who just confidently
0: <laughs> I know. Was like, yeah
1: i'll find a solution well that was kind of okay. like the
0: the the job that leah did when she painted that half court um, oh yeah logo yeah and he right. just like told the customer yeah we can do that and then he probably is <laughs> like can you do that <laughs>
1: hey i have a job please yeah for the love of god um but yeah yeah, no
2: i i I love that about hunter i mean that's something i envy for sure i wish i could be that
0: confident
1: yeah i mean his ego doesn't need to get any bigger but
0: yeah talking about being the guy to call when you have a question i've been doing that since that to him since he was in like the eighth grade
1: so it's fine (laughs) (laughs) it's
0: fine he lives for that like
1: it'll be somebody random and he's just like oh so-and-so's borrowing the bobcat i'm like who and he's like yeah it's like sometimes cousin needs a bubble bath. yeah it's like well, whatever like he just lives for it's the it guy
0: he met at the gas station that morning
1: <laughs> yeah like literally, <laughs> literally i'm going to um grade the backyard for so-and-so i'm like who He just like that's yeah. his love language and that's whatever yeah um yeah so like fomo that's how i felt when y'all went to the fair without us
2: yeah
0: Oh no! Don't bring that up.
1: <laughs> let's let's air out. Let's don't some. dive
0: into oh, that. We knew this was coming eventually. So oh Kate was going to complain about something. We, right? Oh my gosh!
1: The fair was in town, Taylor. Oh my gosh. The fair was in town. Right. And you know, that's, you love Hunter so much, James, but um, that's Hunter's like, that was bigger than our wedding, the fair every year. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Probably bigger than like Blair being we, born.
0: We have to clarify though, it's not that Hunter goes and rides rides and plays games and watches the shows and, and does all this stuff. He goes to eat and then leaves.
1: <laughs> <So> <laughs> he gets a pork chop on his stick. At most, yeah. he's I walking through the leaves.
0: petting zoo. At most. Now with Blair, he'll walk through the petting zoo.
1: Yeah. That's about it. And just to see me like gag, like he thinks it's hilarious. (laughs) Yeah. So anyway, so Hunter and I asked Megan and James to go, how many times was that?
0: Oh my gosh. I don't know. At
1: least two, probably three. Maybe three
0: or four. Yeah. I only got asked once, so that's... Oh.
1: Countlessly. <laughs> Hunter was like, Hey, text me James. Ask if we won't go tonight. No. Oh, we can't go. Okay, whatever. And you just guys were so busy. But then all of a sudden... Uh-oh. It was the last day the fair was in town. And guess where these mofos are?
2: I'm going to guess the fair.
1: The fair with another couple. What? No,
2: we cheated on them big time. They
1: cheated on us. I know. We and did. Like,
2: but honestly, it was like one of those things where it was like last minute and we were like had already made plans to hang out with this couple mm-hmm. and uh we were gonna go to That's i think it. it was the braves game mm-hmm.
1: yeah um, <laughs> just a braves game and so uh
2: and i was like yeah well maybe we can i literally was have we were megan and i were talking we we're like well maybe we can try to go to the fair like monday or tuesday with with hunter and kate and mm-hmm. i was like uh actually the fair ends tonight so tonight <laughs> is actually the last night of the fair and we've already planned to hang out with with this other couple, so we That just loser couple. Yeah, I, I know. Pivoted they suck.
1: Yeah. I have voodoo I dolls about just them buy a house,
2: then. so actually yeah.
1: Yeah, well. Let me get my voodoo dolls out and then we'll be around for long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: no, yeah, that was bad. We felt guilty about that one. Yeah.
1: Um there's a lady there's an employee at Academy Actually, two that got a bad review online because of that because I was projecting. (laughs) I was I was PMSing and I was just so sad. And then this like lady at a register pissed me off. And then at the end of the receipt, I did the survey. And then like I was telling a patient about it a couple days later, and he was like, "Do you think it had anything to do with
0: (laughs) being analyzed by your patient?" Oh
1: no! Or it was like. Do you think you got all, because I was like, I don't know why I was so in my feelings that day, and then I think I had said I was PMSing, and they were like, do you think there's a correlation there? And I was like, yeah, probably. And I was like, well, I meant my review. (laughs) (laughs) She was ridiculous.
2: That's fine. I know, but those are the things truly, like, you know, it's just a human experience, you know, like, that interaction there, and, you know, with your (laughs) day-to-day life, and, you know our parents or you know family members that may accidentally have these things that potentially could lead to future stressors for us you know so yeah that yeah. was just immediately. it's just it's, yeah it's 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 tough I took down it's just part of Juliet life at academy but um but yeah i think you know you guys doing this podcast and stuff is definitely helping educate people and hopefully lead people to understand what they're feeling and where it may potentially be coming from so
1: yeah um I don't know how heavy on the educate, but at least get more comfortable talking about right. it, yeah, and laugh, and we can share our dark humor. And um,
2: I mean, I've yeah. definitely texted you a couple of times and been like, "Man, that really hit home for you know."
1: I know, yeah. Thanks, has said. been a fan. You're giving it back. I was a fan of you since day one, and now you've been a fan I've of us since a fan. Day one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So. So a lot of that, like in therapy i say like i have like life stress and then i have like my like mental disorder stress Mm -hmm. do you feel like you have any kind of like um i know you haven't been diagnosed with anything um like like for example like my car wreck i would Mm -hmm. get triggered and then like i saw a billboard for like an injury lawyer i would go back and be like oh god like he's gonna sue us and then Mm -hmm. like he's gonna i'm gonna go in court and it's gonna look horrible and then like we're gonna be bankrupt and like we'll lose our house and blah 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 blah. like do you have like that kind of like more i guess clinically the spiral
0: kind of thing yeah um gosh
2: i i don't think so yeah i mean i i don't know if it's just the the you know the way that i've grown up with my sister and she's you know she's six years older and We've had these conversations and you know been open to each other always. Yeah. Know? So um, these are things that we've always talked about, and so I I understand you know where potentially they're coming from, and um, you know maybe I still don't react to them perfectly or great, but um, yeah. But yeah, there I wouldn't say that there's like a a trigger other than you know. Or like no, like other than
1: uncontrolled thoughts or anything.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's other than you know, Christmas is coming.
0: Christmas is coming. Oh no, I hear a Christmas song. (laughs) uh, Especially because they start in September. (laughs) You know. (laughs) For sure.
1: Um all right. So then another question, what about like depression? Have you ever have you ever dabbled in depression?
2: (laughs) Oh yeah, for sure, definitely. I mean, there was definitely a moment like after my dad passed where I was in a Mm -hmm. pretty dark place. I mean, um, I don't know if I've told you this before or even really spoke about it but um, I mean there was a moment where I was literally pr- praying to die oh. like literally like you know it'd be cool God if you just took me out the next day that'd be pretty cool um, yeah. just because yeah. I was in a, I was in a tough spot you know with my um, career and you know feeling like I should these expectations of where I should be versus where I was and mm-hmm. um, you know college and all of this stuff. And so, yeah, after my dad passed and him being that uh, that calming force, you know? Yeah. Um, and not having that was a transition. Um, and then also, yeah, you know, after he passed and then, well, I have a master's degree now. What am I, like, I'm working at a restaurant. Yeah. I'm, I'm literally the definition of a loser. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, I felt that. So, um, but then ultimately I kind of came to the realization that, you know these expectations that people have you on life and you know whether you're a janitor or waiter or you know the ceo of a company ultimately mm-hmm. there's no playbook to life you you can do whatever you want to do and if you're yeah. happy being that janitor or that server or you know that ceo then cool if you're happy with the money that you make and you're comfortable yeah that's awesome and so i kind of came to that you know just kind of working it out in my head and having conversations um But yeah, there was a dark place for sure, you know, for a while where I was like, just hoping it would end for sure. So yeah, yeah, it was, it was pretty dark.
1: Taylor, I feel like you've kind of, you really hit that kind of, that place, that same exact place.
0: Um, probably, um, not long after the, the, like, I stopped working for the church. Um, just that feeling of like, I've got no job. The thing I've been working towards for the past 10 years is completely gone. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I have a desire to want to continue in that in, in like in that career path anymore. Mm-hmm. So what the hell am I going to do? And then on top of that, just problems with my marriage at the time and all this other stuff put me in probably definitely the worst spot I've ever been in my life. And it took a, a while to get out of that. And mm-hmm. luckily, also during that time, I started taking it like anti-anxiety and antidepressants. Yeah. And so that that pulled me out but i remember having like it was the year i started teaching i had only gotten to like september <laughs> and oh, having yeah. a complete breakdown one day before school and and just like i have to do something like yeah. i have to i have to get on medication or something because mm-hmm. i i i i will not continue to live this way yeah
1: yeah one way or the other um, yeah
0: uh, have you ever gotten to that point kate
1: Um, I did have a quarter life crisis. Those like life decisions actually came pretty quick to me. Mm -hmm. Like I was like the baby in my program because of that. Um, but then because I think it all happened too quickly, I'm on the opposite side of that spectrum. Um, and like I got married young and all that stuff. I think it all of a sudden got really stagnant. It was like i hit a lot of peaks really quick and then all right. of a sudden it was just like oh my god is this it like for the rest of eternity like i'm screwed um and then <laughs> god Hunter. Uh,
0: she looked around and saw her and went god i'm screwed
1: great <laughs> looking at blair running around the house naked <laughs> oh my god um but i did like i i was like the dad opposite like i got me got into the school i want to go to started my career I had a, like, adorable kid, all this stuff, everything's going great, and, and my anxiety got managed, and then I was just looking around, like, what do I do now? Yeah. Um, so I kind of had the opposite, and then it, we discovered in therapy that I was kind of itching to do more, which, like, ended up working out, because now I'm teaching, um, but, like, Hunter and I have had, like, a very good conversation, like, we think we got married too young. Like, Mm -hmm. we would do it again, obviously. Like, we would still marry each other. Sure. But, like, we were so young when we got married. Um, How old were
0: you, just for
1: everybody? um, I was, I turned 21 in February, and then we got married in June. And he had just turned 21 in December.
2: Wow. I didn't realize you guys were that young. Yeah.
1: That's Like, we were so young. And I, like, I graduated school. I was 22, which, like is like on paper what you're supposed to do, right? Like you're supposed to get your bachelor's degree and then you're going off to whatever. But like looking back, I was like, I'm only 20, I was only 22 and like a medical professional, like what? Um, So I think working through that and my therapist put it in the best way, like life, in, like, marriage and all your relationships, it's just a constant, like, contract, like, negotiation of, like, okay, well, this is where I'm at in life right now. Mm-hmm. And, like, I need this. And you're like, okay, like, we can work out those terms. And then, like, the next person goes through kind of like a growth phase and then say, this is where I'm at right now. Um, so, once I got through all that, it turned out it was, I was fine. <laughs> I wasn't like going to, like, into doom and everything and i don't even know i just like remember one time i told Hunter i needed i needed to talk to him and he was like okay what's wrong and i was just like i'm just like i'm sad because like this is it (laughs) (laughs) and so very good for his confidence you know um but i was just like like i'm really happy but like this is it
2: yeah this is it i Um, mean that's so crazy though to think you know just the opposite ends of the spectrum and that mm-hmm. you were someone that you know were really kind of following that playbook of what yeah. you know the world kind of expects of you in terms of you know a timeline oh, and yeah. whereas yeah. i was someone that kind of rebelled against that and was like i'm gonna go at my own pace and then ultimately i had anxiety and ultimately depression you know yeah um because of that um but yeah it's crazy i but it's just those societal pressures you know and mm-hmm. this the the playbook of life you know that people are like you've got to be married at a certain age you've got to have kids at a certain age you've got to mm-hmm. be at this point in your career and have this much money in your bank account have a house kids whatever like you know it can be stressful but it's pretty interesting to see that you felt
1: yeah and that
2: it, just and you did potentially follow that yeah because
1: got All my friends knew, like, I had always said I wasn't getting married until I was, like, 30. Like, and I remember having that conversation with um, my best friend and just, like, all of a sudden... I remember calling her right before Hunter and I started dating. I was, like, I'm kind of freaking out. And she was, like, why? I was, like, because I know if I date him, I'm going to marry him. And then, like, I mean, we did and stuff. And then they used to be, like, I just, like, I figured you would be the last one to get married. So, I just coincidentally ended up having all those decisions kind of like once i knew it i liked it whatever and then like you said it still ended up being like Mm -hmm. there's it's i guess damned if you do damned if you don't Mm -hmm. and that's just kind of how like life ebbs and flows oh yeah for
0: sure i still feel like a little bit of a i still kind of get looks sometimes when i talk about my like employment history (laughs) because it does (laughs) seem very odd like you worked at a church for ten years, and then you were in IT for three random years, and now you've been teaching for four years. Like, yeah, what, what about it? what happened there? <laughs> what <know>? happened <laughs> like, it, it it's obvious that there's a story going on there. Oh yeah, you know. So people kind of look at me like, oh, okay, you yeah.
2: Know? Oh yeah. Well, I mean, that's how I felt. You know, I I went and got a master's degree in psychology, behavior analysis, and then went to work at a restaurant. You know, it's yeah. Like, what yeah. are you doing with your life, man? You've got all this
0: student debt. Like you're. A, Loser, you know? <laughs> you're a
1: loser, yeah, so yeah.
0: At least that's how I felt. And then on top of that, my undergrad was in American history, and I teach English, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it's like it's all kinds of weird, yeah. But seriously,
1: <laughs> so we're very not on target. I saw yeah. a meme where it was like, um, interviewer, what can you explain this five year gap in your resume? And it was like, oh, yes, that was the time I was the happiest, <laughs> 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 so that's similar. I love um, that. Yeah, I've never actually realized that, but we've had different timelines, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Um, it's all shit.
2: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> for sure. I mean, I guess it ultimately doesn't matter. Um, you know, yeah. I guess I do feel like that quarter-life crisis is a real thing, you know? Oh, like, yeah. at some point, you kind of have a reflection on where you feel like you're supposed to be or why you're here, and um, mm-hmm. you kind of have a little bit of a breakdown over that. <laughs> right? Yeah, for sure, because it sounds like we all have.
1: huh. yeah um we should definitely start a support group yeah. like oh okay this is <laughs> your quarter life crisis um, yeah. like here's what you're gonna do <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah um yeah i should probably oh i did talk about it here on the podcast. oh
0: yeah we've talked about that like that those especially those early 20s years mm-hmm. and just mm-hmm. like like studies have shown like uh, people usually rate themselves the loneliest during that time in their lives yeah yeah and just the on top of that the anxiety and like the pressure of trying to figure out what you're going to do with your life. Yeah. You know, and then you talk about FOMO, like someone who deals with making decisions and trying to do that through that process is for sure. Agonizing. Yeah. Yeah. The amount of guilt that
2: I felt, you know, during that time, you know, of not being where, you know, maybe someone thought that I should be right. You know? So, um, yeah, the FOMO was definitely huge and the anxiety was pretty heavy. Um, but yeah, I mean, made it through it, but yeah, I've never seen a therapist, but thankfully I've had a sister to, to lean
1: on. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, Taylor, a, you're slacking. <laughs> sorry. Let me go. Let me go back to school and fi- and fix that for you.
1: We just shared the same therapist. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay.
0: Yeah,
2: but I do think that therapy is so huge. I I've seen you know it's talking about it like you guys do, and mm-hmm. um, now I see all these ads for BetterHelp. I guess it is. Right. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. Which is really cool that you know people have the opportunity to you know just go online and have a You know, conversation with someone online to potentially work through what
1: they're feeling, and you can do it all completely private Mm -hmm. in your own home. And you know, if people still aren't comfortable saying that they're going to therapy or anything, yeah, yeah, easily the best thing I've done in my life.
2: So, Kate, during this time of like holidays and stuff, do you do you get stressed about it? Because I know that you guys are—you probably already have all your Christmas shopping done.
1: Um we we aren't done but we definitely know what like what santa claus is getting wow um because i on the opposite side like i have to know Mm -hmm. (laughs) because like i told um like when my um newer job asked me to lead a class in the next semester he was like don't rush just think about it and tell me next week i was like i'll have an answer by tonight yeah like i'm not gonna sit around like, I can't do that. Right. I can't have yeah. things lingering. Like, we have to clear them off the to-do list. Um, but, now it all tends to be good. I get a little bit more stressed out because, like, Hunter, or Taylor and I have discussed, like, our family doesn't do much. And so, like, but Hunter's family does. Yeah. And so, having to go and do all that and... If we ever had, like, a big family group thing, which was very few and far between, if I'm thinking about it, like, it was just, it was so unnatural and, like, not normal, mm-hmm. you know, like, going around Hunter's family, I'm just like, hey, everybody.
0: Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, that's the thing, too, It's like, our family's actually pretty small compared to a yeah. lot of other people. So, like, like when you were talking about all those cousins and stuff, like, we... we Unfamiliar. It's like... Yeah. It's, we have three. It was the four of us my mom's got a, a brother with a family my dad's got a brother with a family and lo- losing our grandparents so young my my dad's dad is still around and he remarried when we were young so like they're there and that's pretty much it wow yeah. and even if you go out further than that like grandparents siblings and stuff they're all gone too so wow. it's, it's like
1: they were gone before i was even alive
0: wow some a lot of them yeah yeah yeah, yeah that's crazy that's such a different
2: you know experience yeah. for for me because i mean, we were that family that on Thanksgiving, we had a full football squad going at it in the yard. Wow! Yeah, we were. So playing you were
1: like the picture, legitimate.
2: Yeah, like football going wow. on yeah. in the backyard, and it was you know intense and fighting and you know bickering yeah. over stuff, and um, so yeah, it's it's very different.
1: No, I think we've come out easy because it has been so like lax and um, inconsistent. And like not in a bad way, but like but just, yeah, it changes our every plans year. are not consistent, right. and everything yeah. always changes. Um, there are no expectations, yeah. <laughs> but there like that was hard getting married because there all of a sudden were, yeah. you know, like right. it's like oh well we do this every this day and then on this day we do this and then it's like oh mm. we just go eat mexican food <laughs> <laughs> man
2: i don't yeah. even know how
0: that would feel that's crazy i know isn't it it's that crazy. like makes me feel good that, yeah you know that's that's cool and then, I, and then when yeah. you take sorry when you take the church element then out of it also yeah <laughs> it makes it very now empty. we're really going yeah. rogue. <laughs> it's like <laughs> We're just kind of hanging out but, but <laughs> and it's great, but yeah, it is what it is. That's the best part. You know, that's
2: what yeah. I love most is sure. just, you know, spending time together, yeah. you know, because we would get we get together and we like play games or do something like that, which is really fun. And, um, but yeah, now it's kind of become such a, um, you know, over the years it just consistently was such a negative thing that now I just mm-hmm. associate it with negativity. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm trying to change and be more positive about it. Well, you're in the and,
1: position now, like, and you guys have been married for a couple of years. Like, you get to make new traditions. Mm-hmm, and, right. um, like, that was, like, with Hunter and I. We were like, yeah, we'll do this Christmas morning. But as soon as we have a kid, like, we're not doing that. Yeah.
2: Um, well, ultimately, you have to stand up for yourself, you know. You have mm-hmm. to, you know, once you recognize those things, you kind of have to put yourself in a position to succeed mentally. You yeah. Know? Because if you don't, you're just hurting yourself. Ultimately, you know, if you people please, you will just continue to have anxieties.
1: Yeah, um, that's like still for, probably forever a thing I'm going to be working on is boundaries, mm-hmm. um, like mental boundaries, and then just like relational boundaries, um, and people not respecting them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, it's it's very that's probably the hardest thing and. I could see where that this season and mm-hmm. that being an issue for you. Yeah. Like,
2: well, now I've gotten better for sure. Like, if 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 I get a phone call and it's becoming very negative, uh-huh. um, I'm getting a phone call on the other end. Let me call you back, and then <laughs> right. I don't call back. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so sneaky. <laughs> yeah. Don't tell so us all your you tricks. Just
2: you just you know you have to just it, ultimately your mental health is is what's most important. Yeah. So. You know, especially when you're married and you know have other relationships that are important to you, you don't want to hurt them by putting yourself in a position to fail mentally. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, all right. Tell yeah. You have more questions? No,
0: I think that's all I've got. Um. I think. I think we. Would love to do a part two and get into some church stuff one day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. Taylor and I that. talked about, Hey, like, I know that my sister would love to come on if you guys ever want to. Yes, we would
1: have yeah.
2: Eric yeah. on. She's. Uh, I know that she'll dive in deep. For sure. <laughs> then
1: we would definitely love to she have her. She will her.
2: divulge. Oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, that would be amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we definitely want to have you back on because I know you have a big like church history, and I purposely didn't bring it up because we would be here all night
2: yeah yeah, oh, yeah <laughs> Talking sure. shit. I'm down. <laughs> I'm down for sure yeah awesome. oh gosh open that yeah there'll be a lot to go into
1: all righty well yeah we'll just um we'll just plan to have you back on and um yeah we'll we'll have more, we'll have a festivus <laughs> we'll bring it back
2: that would be awesome Church love festivus, that yeah, yeah thank Church you guys festivus. so much for having me yeah, it was, it was fun yeah we've uh you know it's cool to have the opportunity to talk about all this and open up Yes. I, uh, I try to be open, but it's really cool to just do it, you know, for an hour. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And just so,
1: naturally talk about it yeah, and everything, especially for sure. people with the same mental illnesses. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> shout out. But also shout out to you and Megan, because uh, you. you guys have a cool Instagram page. It is at James and Meg.
2: That's correct. Wait, hold yeah. on.
1: There's underscores. Yeah.
2: There? But if you if you just search as James and Meg, it should come up.
1: But it's at James underscore...
2: and and underscore underscore meg Meg. okay yeah
1: um and you guys talk about just life living in the fifth wheel Mm -hmm. traveling yeah um megan and her hot self has a contract with airy yeah right and so she's she's an ambassador cool um so yeah she's just being the normal beautiful model mermaid yeah she always has been
2: she's great yeah she she kills it she she basically does if you go on our instagram um i have little to do with how cool it is and looks. <laughs> we know. Uh, well, I know. Yeah, she she crushes it. She's a, a really good at you know content creation and stuff. And we yeah. do vlogging and all the things. So if you ever want to look us up on Instagram, YouTube, whatever,
0: we're there.
1: Yes, everybody, go ahead and do that, and then um, follow us at Slightly Unstable Pod on Insta.
0: That's right, and uh, slightlyunstablepod at gmail.com for all your comments and questions and complaints and <laughs> and whatever else. things to add to Kate's hate list.
1: Yeah, if you've got <laughs> something I need to air out, just let yeah, me know. absolutely. We'll have that one coming up soon. <laughs> um, awesome. Well, then, well, James,
0: thank you so much for coming on, yes, man. We really you. appreciate it. Yeah, thank you guys. All right, well, thank you guys so much for listening. We'll see you next time.
1: Bye. Bye.